Hey, this is Paul Maslany. I'm the lead producer at PRM Podcast Productions. I'm going to be the host, and this is going to be our introduction episode. This podcast is going to be a combination of guest interviews and solo podcasts done by myself. First guest that we have lined up is someone who is in the Army. He's an officer. He's currently overseas. I won't say anything else until it's 100%. He agreed to the interview, but he needs to check with his, forget what it was called, like his battalion liaison officer or something. I think it was, uh, just need to consult his unit legal representative. I, I made that sound fancier than it was. So that I'm actually really excited for. I've also got pretty sure at least one other immediate interview lined up for after that. So I'm hoping to get this ball rolling as soon as possible. We're looking at the first interview going to be early next week with G.I. Joe. So we'll do that then. And then after that, got a special interview lined up. Wasn't exactly difficult to obtain, but it's still probably going to be one of my better interviews I have. I mean, it depends on who I line up for the first couple interviews other than the military man. But other than G.I. Joe and Karate Kid, we'll see what else. But I'm really excited to get those going. I'm really excited to have the podcast going in general. This is something that I've been working on and brainstorming for a couple months now. And I was hoping to build up a clientele of other podcasts that I'm producing before I launched my own. So I would already have a network. But, you know, everything always takes longer than it's supposed to. And shows I have lined up are... You know, they always get pushed back. Wouldn't be surprised if half of them never come to fruition. I mean, I've had a lot of people contact me, a lot of people who have other podcasts or, you know, represent podcasters, and they had set up a lot. They, you know, lined me up, everything else, and then they never start the show. So, you know, things happen. Life can be hectic. So I don't think anybody's going to be surprised at that. If you get in the business, you got to get used to getting let down. I mean, that's why most family or self-started businesses don't make it. I mean, entrepreneurship is a hard thing. And I realize that I can't just sell a service. I also want to have a creative end to this. I always wanted to do my own podcast. And now I am. I'm probably going to end up with another podcast at some point that's a different format, maybe with a co-host. But for now, this is going to be my baby and I'm going to make sure I nurture it and let it grow. If anyone out there wants to be a guest on the podcast, feel free to reach out to me. By all means, you can find my contact information online at www.prmpodcastproductions.com. You could also reach out to me at prmpodcastproductions at gmail.com. Probably would interview a lot of people. It depends unless, you know, I've already interviewed somebody who's an exact copy of what you do. I don't mind putting up 10 podcasts a week if I have the content and the time, but all it takes is people reaching out to me. So if anybody out there is interested in being on a podcast, if they want to talk about their life, if they want to talk about anything at all, then, you know, just reach out to me and we'll see what we can do. I'm hopefully going to incorporate a video aspect to this eventually, but for now, I'm just going to keep it simple audio only. It's going to be on Apple Podcasts, it's going to be on Google Play, it's going to be on other not-as-mainstream podcast platforms. I'm also going to put the audio-only podcasts on YouTube, 
anywhere else I can really get them. Put them on anywhere. Gonna be hosted through SoundCloud. Also use Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N, I think it is, dot com. Yeah, but I prefer SoundCloud. I just, I don't know, I like the formatting better, but I've been using Libsyn lately. And this podcast, I'm going to be attempting to put it through SoundCloud. I'm recording this before my first upload, so as long as SoundCloud hasn't screwed up their layout or their systems to something that I don't like or it doesn't work well, this will be uploaded through SoundCloud. I think that this is going to be a shorter episode. I just wanted to establish the podcast feed. I wanted to get a track up to introduce myself, introduce the podcast, and to get it going so that way I can just plug and play once I start recording interviews. Just get them up. I hope everybody liked the intro track. It was something that I had a amateur audio producer of music do it on the fly. I mean, really on the fly. Made some changes on my own to it. Maybe I made it worse. I thought I made it a little better. If anybody thinks that it's horrendous, let me know. It's probably only going to be temporary. We might use that as the basis for our intro song, but I have no idea. I think that part of this podcast is actually going to be about podcasting and starting podcasts and managing and running podcasts and making a successful podcast. I've worked for successful podcasts and I've worked for not successful podcasts. I've worked for podcasts that have run for multiple seasons and I've worked for podcasts that have flopped after a couple episodes. It's ironic because sometimes the ones that you think are going to flop last long and then the ones that you think are the The coolest things ever just don't get the same traction. A lot of times it's just, you know, the show is started at the right time by the right people. Sometimes the better show just doesn't have the the right team behind it, or they're not launching it at the right time of year, or the host isn't viable at that time, and then he comes back later with a different show and does better, even though the original show was a better premise. There's so many things that go into the success of a show that, that there's a lot of things to balance. So I think that In between my interviews and other current event podcasts, I'm going to be talking about starting a podcast and managing it, running it, being a podcaster, and also about producing the podcast. A lot of people, amateur podcasters, they think they can't afford a producer or maybe not a full-time producer for their show, but even somebody to just help a little, but it's a lot cheaper than you think. And I mean, a lot of times you can actually contact, like if you have a service you can offer, I'd be interested in. Maybe I would do a trade. I have other people who trade me things from their job or whatever in return for me producing for them or doing work for them. So I I can work out a lot of things. But if it's going to be like a full-time professional package, it's probably going to have to be a paid service unless you have something pretty sweet you can trade. I mean, but and that's part of the reason I'm starting to talk about the podcast stuff too is because of people who will never hire a producer. I still think that podcasting is great to get into. And the more people who get into it, then the more people who will inevitably contact me. If your podcast does take off and it's got money-making potential, you're going to want a producer to make it professional. And that's when you'll reach out to me. So giving advice to amateurs to start isn't going to ruin my competition. It's not like, oh, if I help everybody run an amateur podcast by themselves, that means they'll never pay me. I'm going to be professional producing. I can help the amateurs with some low-end services that are cheap, but if you want the full professional production quality, you're not going to do that on your own if you're an amateur and the host. And a lot of people aren't going to rush out of their day jobs as soon as they think their podcast is viable. They're going to want to slowly bring on a producer to help them manage it and get it going to see if it really will be viable source of income. 
And then if it is a viable source of income, leave their day job. And then they can take their producer to full time or whatever it is, upgrade their package, whether that's with me or someone else. But all I know is that if you work with me, you're going to work with the same producer. It's going to be a personal connection. You're going to be able to reach out to me anytime you want. I'm not going to be charging for each time you contact me like some of these companies do. I mean, if, if we're producing for you and you have a reoccurring package, there's no reason that you there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to just reach out to me at any time. I mean, if you're successful, then you're going to pay me more money and keep hiring me. So why would I want to be stingy or charge you for every phone call? So I hate lawyers that do shit like that, too. It's like you call them for five minutes and they send you an invoice. It's like, fuck you. I don't know if I'm going to curse a lot on this podcast, but apparently it's going to happen partially. I might just bleep that out until I decide whether it's going to be an explicit podcast or not. Okay, so let's just keep rolling, I guess. It's an intro episode, and I want to cover a couple things quick before I cut this off. I don't want this to be like a content episode. I don't want to get too much into anything today. The other thing I think is more just about myself, so I don't have to talk about myself that much in the future. Like I said, my name is Paul Maslany. I'm a podcast producer. I'm the owner and the lead producer at PRM Podcast Productions. I'm 29. I'll be 30 in March. I'm married. I have a whole village of children. And I live in a a 100-year-old house that I I love. That 100-year-old house is a lot sturdier than my 11-year-old car, which is supposed to be a nice car and it's falling apart. I'm cursed with vehicles. You know, even if it's not me crashing into shit, then I'll just have years of breakdowns and bad luck and deer flying out of the forest like they're being chased by a freaking Yeti. (sighs) Fucking deer! Sorry. No, it was deers attacking my vehicle that inspired me to become a hunter. I'm just kidding. I have not hunted yet. I want to, but getting into hunting with five kids isn't the easiest thing to do, so... I think that this is going to be the year, though. I've actually started the steps towards being able to do it. Let's just hope that it does happen, because I do need to escape civilization for a little while and get back in touch with nature, and I really want to have a shitload of deer meat. That would be awesome. But I'm not butchering it myself. Let's just get the equipment, get out in the woods and kill something, and then, if that all goes well... (laughs) and I don't get in trouble for killing the wrong kind of deer or something, then I'll take it to a butcher, and if all turns out great, the meat lasts forever, everything else, maybe I'll learn to butcher it myself the next time. But for now, I just want to get out there and actually do it. My brother owns a martial arts school. It's a jiu-jitsu school. It's 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu Bethlehem and Finishers MMA. He's a beast. It's the best school in the area of 10th Planet. This is the best jiu-jitsu school there is. I mean, I actually started doing martial arts before he did. We were both in karate. I started when I was like four. He's seven years older than me, and he started when he was 14. So I was already in for three years and when he started. I did stop when I was like 14. I've gone back a couple times to work out and learn some moves here and there with jiu-jitsu because it wasn't, they were just starting to get into the grappling and shit when I left. I mean, I, when, I, when it was happening... Grappling, people were liking it, but it wasn't mainstream popular. It wasn't what it is now. We were still wearing the wrestling headgear and everything else, and I just I didn't like it because 
I had gotten into it when I was four years old just to throw kicks and punches at people. And that was where I excelled. I was awesome at kickboxing when I was doing it. But it got to be more and more grappling, jujitsu, ground game. And at the time, I despised it, hated it, blamed it for <laughs> ruining martial arts for me. And then years later, I realized it's actually pretty awesome. And now that I see it in the form of what it actually is, real jujitsu, like no gi jujitsu stuff you can use practically, like a practical application, you know, it's like Brazilian jujitsu, let's just hope they have a winter coat or a gi on. But yeah, so a practical application. And that makes more sense to me. And then seeing it combined in the UFC with the stand up and all the crazy shit happening is, yeah, so that's what got me to go back and try it. But I just had my own health issues and between health issues and family life and work life, I haven't been able to train. Then it came to making a choice, either get my kids to their sports stuff and then get my, my seven-year-old tried out jujitsu like two months ago, but he was in soccer. And now that soccer's over and everything, he wants to start doing jujitsu. And then he said he'll stick with it through the next soccer season. So I, that actually makes me really happy and I can't wait to get him back in there. I'd rather, if I have a, only enough time to get up there once a week, I'd rather get him up there once a week than try to get myself, honestly. So after I was 14, I stopped martial arts. I became a father pretty young, was in the army. I was never deployed. I wasn't in that long. My advice from that to everyone would be, no matter what the recruiter tells you, stick to your morals. They want you to lie to get into the army. And then you have to swear an oath of honesty and everything else and swear to defend the country and all this crazy sh**. You don't want to do that based off of a lie, no matter how little it may seem. You lie getting into the army, and then what happens is the recruiter is making you lie because they want more bonuses, they want more numbers, they want all whatever it is. And then you're screwed. I forgot to turn the air off before I recorded. You can probably hear it. Hopefully I can remove that. I didn't totally lock down my studio to record this because it was supposed to be a quick intro. So that means that you're going to hear noises, like the air coming on or maybe somebody upstairs. What was I talking about? Oh yeah, the army. So yeah, I got caught in the middle of my lie. They're going to make me redo all of basic training, even though I'd been passing. And I was literally at the very end. It was a one-station unit training, so it was supposed to be you went right from basic to AIT, but I didn't know how that was going to work since there were so many people that were in, that I was with that didn't have the same MOS as me. I just, I don't know, because it got so screwed up for me, I didn't get to experience the cool part. I mean, I got to play with guns and stuff in basic, but the only part of the army I got to experience was being the basic training treatment and the drill sergeant screaming at me, uh, expert marksman. I mean, I, I, I missed one target. Because I actually, I did hit it. I didn't hit it head on. But I nicked it. It didn't go down. The targets were old. There was actually a trick I didn't learn until after. And then when we got to go back, even though it wasn't to qualify, I hit all of it. Because the trick was with these old targets, they wouldn't trigger when you hit them, even if you hit it dead on sometimes. So the drill sergeants and the people had already been through knew you were supposed to aim at the dirt right in front of the target. And for whatever reason, if you hit the dirt right in front of the target, it would set it off more accurately and reliably than if you had a bullseye on the target. I knew that afterwards. 
I mean, if I knew that during, not after, I didn't know it afterwards, and then it was easy to get them all down, but I was struggling to clip all the targets to get them down. Even if you hit them, they don't go down. During qualification, I just didn't know. I mean, how can they accurately, don't you think they would want to know which of their soldiers were actually the most accurate, not which ones just happened to get told where to shoot in the dirt? And then what if crappy soldiers who missed the target were hitting the dirt, targets were going down, they get expert marksmen, and then I don't even want to think about it. Anyway, what else? So I've worked for tech companies and security companies since then. And uh, now I've been in podcasting for a few years, producing mostly. I've done some intros and outros. I did record an interview once, but it never made it to air because the podcast got canceled before my episode was scheduled. Yeah, he says he still has that on file, but I don't even want to hear that interview. So then this brings me basically to where I am now leaving out a lot of little details, but other stuff that's not relevant. And now you know more about me, that's quick and over. Talked about the podcast. I don't really know what else I want to talk about in this intro episode. So all I'm going to say is watch out for the next episode. It'll be out next week, which is sometime between probably December 10th, which is Tuesday, and then that Friday. No, probably between like the 10th and the 13th to be more accurate. I'm, I'm hoping to have it up by the 11th. I haven't actually scheduled the interview. It's a fort. I'm hoping to have it up by the 11th. I haven't actually scheduled the interview with G.I. Joe because there's a 14-hour time difference and he's still confirming with his legal rep and then he's going to get back to me, but I'm actually excited to get this going. I'm going to figure out how to advertise. I'm going to have to figure out how to spread the word about this podcast. See, I was hoping to have a couple other shows, and then I could have a short ad on the end of them directing people to the new podcast, this one. But um, right now, there's only one other active show I'm working on. I've got a few behind the scenes, some lined up, a lot going on, but only one right now is live. So you will be hearing my ad on that, plus my ad for my production company. But if you're already hearing this, then that's irrelevant. I'm sure most of the people listening to this were either referred personally by me, or have come through that other podcast, but it will grow. I can guarantee that. If I keep it going, it will grow. Especially if I keep getting sick-ass people in here. Well, not actually like people who are ill or patients, but I just mean like awesome people. Cool people. I don't know what they say today. What do the kids say? Illest, dopest? I don't know, but... Alrighty then. I guess I'm going to be signing out now. I feel like there was something else I was going to mention, but I can't find the list I had written down. So this is where we are. I will talk to y'all soon. Are you interested in starting your own podcast but have no idea what to do? Maybe you already have the equipment you think you'll need, but don't have the time or resources to produce the podcast yourself. Whether you're in the market for a producer to take over an existing show or you want to start a whole new podcast, PRM Podcast Productions is for you. We do everything from helping you get your show started to editing, producing, uploading, managing, promoting, and much more. We offer various plans and levels of editing, as well as many additional options to choose from. We also offer voiceover and transcription services and can supply male, female, or kids voices for ads, promos, intros, outros, and more. If you want to know more or see our other shows we've produced, go to prmpodcastproductions.com or click on the link in the show notes.
This podcast is also brought to you guys by shopfinishers.com. That's pretty much where you can get all of our gear. You can get our cruise combat custom rash guards, the red one, fire red, the North Carolina blue, or you can get the OD green. We're about to drop some new shirts. That's your home for finisher TV stuff. You can actually buy tickets on there to the finishers 10. If you want, you can get, I'm going to be releasing a bucket hat real soon, but we got some top designers. M85 Designs, Mike Mons, we got Shark Face Apparel, my boy Bryce throwing their stuff up. You can get 10P Allentown stuff. You can get 10P Miami stuff. You can get stickers. You can get 10P Miami flip-flops. We're going to be selling everything. So always check out shopfinishers.com and uh, that has all your needs. You can link to it from our website too. If you go to finishersmma.com, you can just click on shop right there and get all the swag that you need. So shopfinishers.com. It's your boy.